It's a good show. Okay, this is Moe Allison, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the stew. We're here at Starbucks, tempting fate. You're a Questions to the Nilsson songs we randomly hear the Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio at Starburns Industries, celebrating the music of the great Harry Nilsson. In the studio with me right now, we have his sons, Zach and Kifo, and on the line from an undisclosed location... We have the great actor and Nilsson scholar, Curtis Armstrong. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Curtis. It's great to be here. Thank you. Nice to be here with all of you. Yes, it's great to have you here. And I was telling these guys that uh, that I ran into you. We both sign autographs at conventions from time to time. And I met you and we started talking. And somehow Nilsson came up and you said, oh, I wrote all these liner notes and everything. And, you know, I was saying sometimes actors can be sort of you know, braggadocious, and I just thought, well, it's so great that Curtis likes Harry Nilsson so much that he's willing to lie about all this stuff. <laughs> but then I found out it's true, that you did yeah. write liner notes for Harry Nilsson. And so tell us a little bit, how, like, how did you come to be involved with, uh, with Nilsson and his music and his uh, musical legacy? Well, I had uh, I'd gotten in touch with RCA in New York. This was back in the 90s, I guess. And I was trying to put together a documentary, which was eventually made, but uh, uh, not with my contribution. Um, and I went to RCA and I was looking for footage, for film footage of Harry singing. And I knew they had the documentary, which had never been released, Did Somebody Drop His Mouse, the Son of Schmilson documentary. And I was seeing if I could get them to you know, release that that uh, material or any other video they had and they they found they found out that i was an actor and they knew who i was and so i guess they thought since i was an actor i wasn't just a weird fan which was a mistake because (laughs) (laughs) although i was an actor i was a weird fan and Hmm. remain a weird fan and uh so they asked me to come in next time i was in new york which i did and one thing led to another and they just said would you consider doing uh doing the liner notes and picking out the bonus tracks because we're thinking of reissuing the catalog and i said it is a dream come true and it turned out for years uh afterwards i would fly myself to new york once a year and put myself up and spend two or three days at rca studios listening to the session tapes and picking out 
uh, bonus tracks and then writing the liner notes for those seven, I guess it's seven, um, CDs. So that was my involvement. It was just it was just one of those sort of weird things. Definitely a dream gig. Oh my god. I mean it was ridiculous, you know, and people people would hear about it. People would we would be up there playing these these obscure tracks and so on. Bones How came up one day and uh and just stood there the great producer bones how and he just stood there while we were playing back something of harry's and he was I, i'll never forget it he was sort of stroking the tape box it was like a 16 track tape box that was sitting there and he was just stroking it like it was a cat <laughs> and listening to harry sing this song and he just said oh harry mm. I mean, it was so nice. Melinda Wilson, Brian Wilson's ex, came up one day, and she was sitting there. And, you know, people would just hear about it in the building and come up because they all loved Harry's music. Yeah, yeah. And and then last night, you actually, you sang, uh, you sang a <laughs> Nilsson song? In a, in a manner of speaking, I sang a Nilsson song. Um, I'm not really a singer per se, but um, years and years ago, I, well, at this time, actually, when I was going through all of these, these, these tapes, I found Harry's demo of Turn Out the Light, which is a song from Do It on Monday, which is one of my favorite records yeah. of his, and um, it's a totally different song. It's none of the, you know, uh, Van Dyke, Van Dyke Parks's production, which was great, but it was big and it had a lot of of robert greenwich's steel drums in it and so on and it was marvelous but the demo was just so simple it was just this little sort of lullaby like song and i my daughter at the times two or something and i decided i wanted to do a recording of it myself as you know for my daughter and I got some friends who were musicians, including Cynthia Carl, who was there last night. And uh, we went into a studio and did a recording of it. And when they asked me this year to come back, uh, which amazed me, because last year Alan Boyd and I did Flying Saucer Song, which is probably the only time that song has ever been recorded, <laughs> performed live. And they asked me back this year, uh, and uh, I thought, what the hell, I'll just do Turn Out the Light again. And Cynthia was there, so she did keyboards again, and it was lovely. It was really lovely to do. It was, and that wasn't the only song you performed on. <laughs> well, in a manner of... Yeah, I, I, uh, I did Harry's but I do in uh, the soundtrack album for um, He Needs Me. Uh, uh, but that was literally the only, oh, uh, was, but, my entire contribution to that. No small roles, right? Well, no, no, it, it, it was great because Liesl Hansen is the uh, the actress who did that song line. Oh, and it was amazing. I, she was amazing yes. um, and uh, really nailed it. She and, dressed up as olive oil. Yeah, and yeah. she And she had the whole, you she, know, hands clasped under her chin yes. thing. It was just perfect. And she had said, you know, would you consider doing Harry's line, which was left on. It's from the demo, but it was left on the uh, on, on the, the soundtrack. Album. And she, she said, I said, sure. 
you know, so they did that too. Yeah. Well, let's get to your let's get to your uh, your question for the pop oracle, Curtis. Oh, uh, all I, right. I really, okay. I guess I appreciate your your making. I know that you have a it's been a busy day and a lot of stuff going on, and I appreciate your making time here. So, what is your question for the pop oracle? Well, I've been thinking about this, and um, <clears throat> you know, as part of my you know re-listen to Harry's stuff, um, I was thinking about. Uh, the soundtrack album, which is really no longer available, uh, for uh, Son of Dracula, which, you know, I don't think, you know, most Nilsson fans probably these days don't even know that such an album existed. But but on that soundtrack album, Merlin, played by Ringo Starr, uh, tells Countdown, uh, played by Harry, the netherworld, like the human world, thinks it takes care of itself and it probably does so my question would be whether or not that was a fact in 1973 is it true now that the netherworld takes care of the human world no no the netherworld like the human world thinks it takes care of itself Oh. And it probably does. So the question is, really, does the human world take care of itself? Okay. And now to engage the Pop Oracle, on your behalf, our friend Kifo is going to spin the Wheel of Eight. (laughs) Na, 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 wheel of eight. Song number three... Which is Jesus Christ, you're tall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So and that's going to be performed by Marshall Thompson. So come on in, Marshall. That's appropriate. But, uh, are you? You want to play bass? Who wants? To, you're going to play guitar, right? Yeah, I'll play a little okay. guitar in it. Who wants to play drums? I got the drums. Oh, awesome. I got the drums. Zach's going to be on the drums. Marshall Thompson on the keyboards. It's like a condition. I got the drums. So yeah, we're we're drums. we're going to set up a little bit here. Okay. And. I said Jesus. I said Jesus. Jesus Christ, you're tall. I bet nobody, bet nobody, bet nobody'd want to dance with you at all. I said, Jesus, I said, Jesus, there hardly ain't no room for you at all. I said, Jesus, I said, Jesus, I said, Jesus Christ, you talk. But we could keep it all the way down the course, yeah. Get married for a little while. I'd shoot a little love inside your basket, mama. And in a little while we'll have a child He'll be a little boy, he'll be a little boy But he gets taller as the time goes by He'll be a little boy, he'll be a little boy But pretty soon he hear the other boys cry And they just say to him, Jesus, they say, Jesus Jesus Christ, you're tall I bet someday, maybe someday I hope he finds the basketball Side him to the middle 
world next door. They have a little boy, they have a little boy, but at birth he measures six foot four. was Jesus Christ, Christ You're Tall, performed <laughs> on the piano by Marshall Thompson with the help of Kifo Nilsson on bass, Zach Nilsson on drums, and me flailing away on the acoustic guitars. So, well, it was wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. And that was the answer to your question, can, can the human, human world, world take care of itself? Take care of itself. I think it can. I think that I think that that that's one of the uh, one of the things that gives us hope is uh, that I I don't know, but I I do love that I I love that album and I love that period that 1975 period yeah. is golden I I think for for Nilsson fans yeah. I think so. And so I'm going to just let's let's unpack it a little bit about how that answers the question of like, can can the the the, the human world take care of itself? First of all, Marshall. Yes. Uh, what is it that, that drew you to that song? You're a this you're is, a, a very uh, religious person. Well, yeah, I mean, I work in a church and I, I play uh, music direct in a Lutheran church. I have been for 10 years. But uh, this song is basically, you know, a. Speaking of our parents and stuff, uh, my mother was pretty hip as a as a music listener, and uh, this was one of the albums that was that was in the house uh, from an early age. There was plenty of Rolling Stones and Chuck Berry and and uh, and that and uh, some Otis Redding and this and that. But there was uh, I do remember the point as as a kid. Uh, my mother was really into it. And then this song, she played quite a bit. She could play anything all night. And then a lot of times it would end with this album. So it starts out, you know, Jesus Christ, you're tall, and ends with uh, Good for God. Uh, but um, I just always... it, And this is the full version of the song that I played on that particular record. It's just him uh, 
uh, flailing around on the piano a little bit and and uh, and then saying maybe he didn't finish the song at the time. And I don't know if they recorded that later. Well, yeah, there's one with the full horn section and everything. Have you heard that one? That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 with yeah. the one with the full. Because that one and there's the demo one that are both. The second is the demo. Available. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right, right. So the f- first one I ever heard was the demo one that was on. How do you pronounce the the title? Do it on. Do it on, on Monday. Monday. Do it on Monday. Do it on Monday. Do it on Monday. Do it on Monday. So, uh, and and then that song, there's some, you know, what is this? So the story, it's about, it's, is now he's singing about a, a, a little boy who's going to be big. And yeah. I'm sitting next, we're sitting here next to two of his well, sons who are pretty, pretty goddamn pretty tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's exactly. exceeded expectations uh, by hitting six foot five <laughs> instead of six foot four. Yeah. <laughs> Six foot five. Oh, so yeah, six foot four in here. And I was always curious about why Van Dyke Parks was he a, why a basketball he player? Yeah. Well, the, I think the, it's just because he's an excellent piano player. Play as good as Van Dyke play, Parks oh, plays the play, piano. Right, okay. Play basketball right, as good as I, Van Dyke plays the piano. Great, yeah, great. Because I can, can't imagine <laughs> and, Van Dyke Parks Van Dyke, like slam dunking well, you know, behind Van his Dyke's head. Van Dyke's not a particularly tall person, but he is very active on Twitter, and he references this song on occasion for the name drop of it. He, oh, right. he thinks it's so funny. You know, it is. It's it's such a funny drop to just throw that in there. It you can is. kind of picture him, you know, writing it, and he's in the studio probably with Van Dyke there. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's good as Van Dyke. That's, that's the one. That's the one. No, I love it. Jesus Christ, you're short. But it's yeah. good. It's yeah. good. You know, it's it's kind of songwriting 101. But it's as we were talking, as you were talking earlier about alluding to the, some of the humor, you know, along with, uh, you know, in... in uh, Lifeline. In, yeah, yeah, in Lifeline. Uh, I think this is... To me, it was as a kid. This was like, hey, this is this is fun. This guy means to have fun. I think for me as a musician, it was one of the songs. Uh, and that album was not like all the other albums that my mom had. Uh, it was it's it was Harry Nilsson, uh, and I kind of learned to get into it later and later and later uh, in life. But uh, so, um, but this seems to be kind of it's it's not joking i don't think it's sacrilege at all it's just it's making it's making a point that i think when we look at jesus jesus is tall <laughs> so should we get to the answering the well, question what? well see i i guess there's something i mean this song is about like he's wishing well like this is song is harry wishing this you know you're going to be a little boy and you're going to you hope you're going to be yeah. big and you're going to grow a basket well, we're, we're, we're sailing past the central metaphor of two tall people hooking right. up right hooking up and having a tall child right that's yeah. that's the beginning you know i'm going shoot a little basket inside you know, oh shoot a little love inside your basket <laughs> yeah. yeah shoot a little love inside your basket i mean that's the yeah. sen- that's where it starts and that's where we, we... It, it's great it keeps in the basketball references yeah. throughout the, all the lyrics it's really good writing Oh wow! You know, I never even picked up. Had you picked up? Do you were you aware of that aspect of the song, Curtis? That there's a, a, a sexual metaphor in this song? Well, sure, yeah, but but I mean, it's. You know, I'll tell you the truth. For me, I loved the demo that starts out. Uh, Do it on Monday, uh, and I also mentioned, by the way, that Harry had a fight. This was one of his fights with RCA, and there were many. Um, about this album title because he wanted to call it God's Greatest Hits. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and RCA said, no, you can't call it. And they went back and forth about that for a while. And then he wound up doing uh, calling it Do It on Monday instead. I always took it that Jesus Christ, You're Tall on Do It on Monday was literally a demo that was unfinished. 
and he didn't know where to go with it. And he just stuck it on the beginning of the album to give it this kind of liturgical thing where it starts with Jesus Christ, even though it's not really about Jesus Christ. It's a it's an expression. Jesus Christ, you're yeah. tall. Yeah. No woman here would want to dance with you at all. Mm-hmm. You know, that you know, that that idea and then ending it with good for God. So it gives you that idea. And then he wound up fleshing it out for Sandman, which is my favorite late period album. And he, I think he, he actually just took an unfinished demo, stuck it on one album and then finished it off on the other. And I don't think there was a great deal of thought given to the finished version. I think he was riffing mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's hysterical, but I, I'm not sure that there was any, you know, deep sort of religious, when you say it, like the the riffing factor, it kind of makes me think of the the end credits to Skidoo. That was something that Harry Nilsson had. Like he he had this 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 improvisational ability. I was actually kind of hoping that someone might want to do the Skidoo ending credits as one of the songs in our in our Oracle fodder, but no one chose it. So no, no, that's a tough one. Has anyone ever has anyone ever covered that at the sing along? No, that is um, a really tough one though. Because remembering all the names, like oh. remembering lyrics is one thing, but remembering fifty names—that no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I'm not asking Curtis to do that, but maybe Curtis could consider oh, yeah. doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. You, you know what? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I was just looking while I was sitting here before I got on the phone with you. I was listening to the personal best record because it was had a lot of songs on it, and I was leafing through the. But at the same time, I was leafing through the booklet for the box set and i saw cast and crew Hmm. from from skidoo and i thought you know maybe next year (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i actually was thinking about that because i've listened to that song when i found the skidoo soundtrack album i listened to nothing else for about four months and i sang along with that and i think i could actually do it that would be so The trick is cool. though it would have to be it would have to be a cappella. I I don't know that I could actually do an arrangement for it, but I'm it's it's in the back of my head now. Oh, well. Seed is planted. Seed is planted. The just going back to your question, the only the the the, the last part that I think of is that when you think can can humanity take care of itself and we look at the world we're in right now, it's a daunting yeah task and so when when, as a human being looking at the world around and thinking can we take care of ourselves my response to that daunting task would be jesus christ you're tall yeah it is daunting yeah Yeah. you're looking at a big this mountain and you're like oh i have to we have to surmount that you know? Well, but well, but also the song is such a silly song to be, like, yeah. such a joking song, and and satire is like the only relief we have these that's, days yeah, to be that's a right. little bit peaceful. Yeah. So that's I think right. that if you're gonna think about the enormity of the problems in the world, and you say, well, I can just make a joke about it, and I can get on with my day. <laughs> yeah, mixed up yeah. with religion, sports, sex, and humor. All <laughs> that's yeah. what that's what's gonna save, yeah, mankind. But no, if the humans take care of, if we take care of ourselves, we know how to take care of ourselves. The question is, you know, are we just going to do it uh, or not? Um, Yeah. That's really, you know, what what are you doing for yourself to make yourself better? And what are you doing for somebody else to, to again, make yourself better? It's like it's. Well, I think also it's, yeah, I think it's also a matter of, of 
sort of saying that that when when they say that idea of of the human the netherworld and the human world thinks it takes care of itself it does take care of itself but not without help and those of us including harry in his lifetime um who were active in uh various uh, movements, certainly Harry with the with the anti-gun violence mm-hmm. work that he did long before it became right. something that's an issue. Um, that's what we do in order to make the world look after itself. It sounds like you know humankind making a making taking care of itself is sort of a, a passive thing Mm -hmm. and it isn't a passive thing it's something that requires effort and certainly uh, harry was one of those people who really put a lot into it um in his lifetime and uh and inspired inspired me and many others right well curtis i i i I'm really glad that you were able to join this. And I think everyone who's listening is now wondering when the tickets go on sale for the next sing along. <laughs> it's well, now a year. It's now um, <laughs> now uh, everyone's going to be expecting it. So, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, you know, if you, I'll, I'll try and work up a backup version. So if you don't do it, uh, Maybe me and Marshall can try and knock yeah. it out. You never know. Yeah, but no, no, right. no. We, I want to hear. I want to hear your version. And and you know, I, I've I've been wanting to have you on. It's, it's funny since we first uh, started doing the show. I was talking with the person who uh, helps me organize this, and I was uh, saying that you were going to be on the show. And she and she was like, you know, you mentioned that the first week you started doing the show that you wanted to get him <laughs> on, but it had to be in the auspices of Harry Nilsson, and that's perfect. That's perfect. Well, if you there's there are, there are a few things, maybe three or four things in the world that will get me boring people and one of them is harry nilsson i'll just start talking about him and not stop Mm -hmm. so you're lucky i'm i'm letting you off easy i could just keep going well so could we in fact we we are that's the only reason we have to we have to let you go because we have we have to get going but uh yeah i understand i understand thank you so much curtis and uh great to talk to you see you last night zach and and talk to you kifo and we'll see you around yeah yeah Yeah, for sure thanks curtis thanks bye bye thanks for listening to radio eight ball If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's a good show! <laughs>